The Sound of Silence by Bella. It was a cool evening night. The air was crisp, everything peaceful. I invited my friends, Brett, Gwen, Maddie, Eli, and Jaden, just for another get-together at the woodsy campground. The night was calm until something, that thing, came along. I'm here to tell you what happened that night. Sizzle, crack, pop. We all sit around the fire, enjoying the warmth it gives off. Everyone is laughing, having a good time. Nothing could ruin our fun tonight, right? I was cooking a Jeffy Pop, watching the top to rise higher and higher, waiting for just the right moment where it'll pop. We all are talking when a sudden gust of wind stops us. The wind howled around us, but none of the trees or leaves moved. We all look over to Gwen, who yelled out, Spoopy. We all shake our heads in agreement. Stella shrugs. It was nothing. We continue our night by roasting marshmallows. I take another marshmallow out of the bag to roast when suddenly it burned me. Ouch, I scream in pain as everyone stared at me in confusion. Eli asked, are you okay? And also, are you crazy? I replied, it was nothing, I guess. I'm just overreacting. I thought to myself, great, now I'm crazy. Jaden got up out of his seat and headed to the bathroom to wash the marshmallow gook off his hands. I look around, and everyone still looks shocked by what two weird events they just witnessed. Stella assured us, guys, stop being so dramatic. It's just that. Just then, Stella stopped talking and felt slumped in her chair, unconscious. We all felt silent in terror. Haha, she's just sleeping, Maddie blurted out. Brett felt her wrist to check for pulse. By the look of his face, we knew that it was bad. Gwen stood up and said, Tonight was fun and all, but I'm getting freaked out, so... Just then, the unthinkable happened. Gwen just fell onto the ground, her lifeless body not breathing either. Maddie jumped up out of her chair and yelled, Sleep over! Eli nervously laughed and said, Maybe we should just stay here with Stella and Gwen. I'll call for help. I replied, Yeah, that would be a good idea, just in case they wake up. I thought to myself, Why couldn't we leave? Wouldn't that be the practical thing to do? But something, just something, was like gluing ourselves to stay there. A few minutes passed and nothing else weird happened. And Gwen and Stella didn't even move a muscle or show any sign that they would wake up again. We should take a photo of Gwen and Stella unconscious to show the medics or police when they show up. You know, like evidence, Maddie said. Eli, Brett, and I agreed that we should. So Maddie took out her phone and took a photo of them with the flash on. Then we viewed the photo to make sure it was not blurry. When I saw the photo, I thought I was going to throw up. In the background of their bodies was a weird figure, shaped almost like a slender man, but not quite, somehow scarier. It was holding a knife that appeared to have blood on it. We looked back to where we saw the photo, and nothing was there. No evidence of that thing ever being there. We all screamed in disbelief and horror. We looked at Stella's stomach, and there was a stab mark. On Gwen's, a stab in her back. That explained why the thing was holding a knife. This leaves Maddie, Eli, Brett, and I. We all sat around the campfire in complete silence, only hearing the occasional fire pop or leaves blowing in the wind. Just as Brett went to say something, the fire went completely out, leaving us in the dark. Brett said, Holds that thought. I'm going to the shed to get lighter food so we can at least see each other, making sure we're not dead. Haha, so funny, Brett. I laughed. It felt like decades passed and Brett never returned. Maddie, Eli, and I got up out of our chairs and turned on our flashlights. We headed for the shed. We slowly, silently. Brett lay still on the cold shed floor. We headed back to the non-existent fire because we knew what had happened. This leaves three. Eli, Maddie, and I. I tried to keep occupied by looking at the stars while we waited for help. 
I saw a shooting star, and maybe this was a sign. A sign for hope, or something like that. I exclaimed, guys, look, a shooting star. Wish for something. Eli and Maddie looked up at the night sky. After a couple seconds of stargazing, Maddie and I looked back to our flashlight fire. Eli wasn't there. Maddie and I screamed, preparing for the worst. We knew we couldn't stay here, so we took our flashlights and headed for the big oak tree. The gravel being kicked up with each and every step we took, stumbling over roots, just praying not to trip. We finally reached the tree out of breath, silently gasping for air. Maddie and I made a plan. I looked to the right of the tree, and she looked to the left. This thing can't be invisible completely, right? So we were on the lookout just until the police came. It was so dark and quiet outside, and it's starting to rain as well as making it even more miserable. I look over to Maddie to check in if she saw anything yet. Maddie? Maddie? I yell out in terror, feeling scared and alone. I started running, running anywhere because I was alone. Just as I started to give up and accept my fate, I saw a light. I gasped, how did we forget? Jaden. I ran over to him as fast as I could, wanting to explain everything. I heard him yell, hey Alexa, I've been stuck in the bathroom, but nobody has been picking up their phone. I started to laugh in relief, but that feeling of relief started to change real quick. I started to feel my body go numb. My run started to slow, my vision blurring, my mind started to wander away. I saw blue and red flashing lights and distant buzzy yelling, my eyes heavy closing for the last time, my lifeless body falling to the cold ground. I knew what had happened, gasping for one last breath. Silence.